Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to The Millennial Divide, a podcast about navigating the millennial decade. We are three sisters and we bookend the generation. I'm Amy and I'm 37 and I'm I'm feeling really hot tonight, actually. Mm. Physically hot. Mm. I might just take off my jumper. <laughs> Hang on a minute. <laughs> well, Let while she's doing that, I'm Dimity. <laughs> oh. Let me just take Gosh. off a t-shirt. How good is oh that? Oh my gosh. So what has just happened is that Amy has, I thought, was just genuinely taking off her jumper. I couldn't, I didn't work it out. I didn't work out that it's a bit. <laughs> and actually underneath her jumper, she has a T-shirt that says millennial as, and I'm not swearing on this podcast. I know. So I thought this is perfect for you. To, millennial like as F-bomb. As fudge. <laughs> as fudge. Producer and Claire, there's one for you. All of us. And we'll she's take giving a pick. all of us oh. one. It's like oh. And it's a Christmas. boyfriend fit tea. Oh, yeah. my God. You and I get a slightly larger size L <laughs> oh. for our growing tummies. Oh, because the they're so growing. Oh, I want to put it on now. I'm so excited. That's so excited. cool. Yeah. Thank so, you. Oh, my gosh. Thank that was my – I had to Present. have all these layers to come in here <laughs> so that you couldn't see because I can no longer cover oh my, my jacket from my stomach. So I had to put a jumper on. Genuinely was like, oh god, Amy, come on, get it together. I was like, okay, so she's pregnant. Roll with it. Just keep going. Keep moving through. Like, keep moving through. Okay, the intro. sorry, I hijacked the intro. Aww. Sorry, L, it's over to you. I'm the middle. I'm 33, and I'm very just. You floored me with the t-shirt. Look at that pre-planning. Wow. Very exciting. I'm excited. And I'm you are millennial as I'm f. Millennial as fudge bomb. Oh my god. Thank you, you are the real deal. You're probably the most legit millennial. Yeah, as f. I've earned my place, and I'm going to wear this t-shirt your tea. every day. I have. I've earned my tea. Oh, that's so nice. That's such a nice. Tea. My pleasure. So we are three sisters, and we are all in the room. Yay! Woo-hoo! We're back. <laughs> Ellen's back from her drama, oh, which she so might rant dramas. about. Oh. Uh, Dim is always here, as she said last week. Always here. Actually, I'm here and I have a question to start off. Ellen and I were just discussing this over our preparation of teas um, in the kitchen. I, I want to know, are you meant to clean your belly button? Oh. Is it really going to – is this, is, this is going to be the show? I'm asking for okay. a friend. Strap yourself in, people. It's a it's, genuine question because I wanted to ask it off air and Jim said, no, wait, wait till it's on air. I but, want Amy's authentic reaction so we can I get to the so. point I think so. I think you clean all parts of your body. Like I do but just not like deliberately. Like it gets like a gloss over. It just doesn't get a lot of attention. Oh. My theory was if you have an innie, it's your responsibility to clean it. It's stuff gets in there. Yeah, I, I understand. I'm going to go with yes. You are. Yep. 
See? I do. I'm just asking your, your for Your hygiene leaves a little bit to be desired. So you know I would I... say your, prob- your belly button is probably disgusting. It's fine. <laughs> it's doing fine. It's doing its job. You don't job. even hang up your towels. I do now. <laughs> I just don't wash them as frequently as I should. Okay. If you're still listening, welcome to the Millennial Divide. Ellen's back. Dim's still here. Not sure for how much longer. <laughs> There is a bit of a. I'm telling stench the people what they need her. to know. Oh, no. <laughs> Public service announcement: <laughs> clean your belly buttons. Yeah, I, no one told me. Do you know what else? No one told me is that oh, you're meant no, to clean your tongue. No. Oh yeah, because there's lots of bacteria on it. That's why you have a, the other side of yeah, the toothbrush. I've been doing it for a few years, but that's another one. I think people don't know. I'm helpful. Okay, that's helpful. If you're still listening, clean everything, peeps. <laughs> that's that's what we're learning tonight. Thanks, Tim. Good question. Hmm. So let's kick off. On to Gwyneth Paltrow. She's our pop culture person this week. And what was really fascinating is she's founded this empire called Goop. Uh, she chose the name, just as a little fun fact, because she researched which companies were online were doing really well and she found that double O's no. do oh, very that? well. <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, Google, oh. Facebook. Yep, yeah, I don't know. Oh. There must be others. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was her rationale. <laughs> And it all stemmed from just her wanting to talk about stuff that she liked, which is, if you go deep, just really expensive stuff. Yeah. And random things. Quite random. Yeah. Beasting facials, I think was one of them. She's got a whole section on cosmic health. Yeah. (laughs) Which I I just loved. I love every... It's just brilliant. Anyway, so what was fascinating is it's just... The haters have actually driven this huge rise in her fame. So she's had a lot of outpouring of negativity. Her, her company is now worth an estimated $250 million. Mm. This is on top of a very healthy salary she used to pull in. But what's fascinating is that she just really sticks to her guns. And so she just <laughs> does not care that people have an issue with her. And I just, there's something about her that I'm just, I'm just <laughs> loving. I just think she's fabulous. I, she does not I care. agree. Beasting facials. Go for yeah. it. But that's that's not the one where you, um, you put smoke up your vagina. Um, oh. Yeah, it's one of her recommendations. We were just saying how we weren't going to make this too skewed female as a podcast. Sorry, male I'm listener. Sure you could put smoke up your penis as well. It's gender equality. It's the 2018. It's true. Anyway. What I've found is I just love how she's just going, I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. You guys can get stuff. This is what I'm doing. And I reckon she's fucking in on the joke. <laughs> she's like... Oh, she completely yeah. she's, she's, she's making a lot of money so from it. so much insight mm. into what she's doing. And she is, I agree with you, Amy, she's so brilliant that she even could tell the future enough to be like, mm-hmm, you're laughing now. But in 10 to 15 years, there's going to be a podcast called The Millennial Divide and everyone's going to be saying how much they love me. Like she got, she just knows she could predict yeah. the future. She's brilliant. Yeah, I might get onto this smoke thing. <laughs> I'm not. Don't it's actually terrible for you. It's really unhygienic. Yeah. And it's, it, well, I mean, I do not... not have a condo nurse fact checker in here. <laughs> no, it's true. But I just, I don't know. I just think you put out things that help build people up. But she, she believes that they do. Yeah, that's true. She really does. Like, <laughs> I mean, so I'm, on, I'm drunk. I'm drunk. <laughs> Every bit of cool. You've got the cool. I have too. I have too. I'm on board. I'm not cool aid. It would be some type of green, vegan, organic <laughs> yes. goo. But anyway, I've drunk it. I'm on board. All right. Group me up. All right. <laughs> Buy a couple of things from there. Give them a whirl and back me your review. Okay. <laughs> oh, I'd love that, Amy. Actually, yeah. All right. We'll give it Can a you go. Do the beasting facial. Thing. 
Oh my god! All right, we're moving on I, because I, I, I'm not going to get this. Is going to be a very, very expensive we'll just, podcast. I'll we'll just list all the things that Amy's going to buy. The next that, we make promises here, and you will definitely buy at least half of the products. It would be buy. worth it to see my accountant file my tax return. What is this? Like it's a business expense. <laughs> all right. So lighter topic now, and heavier. <laughs> oh. Lily Allen. Let's get it started. Oh, my God. Wow. Talk us through it, Yes, I loved Lily Allen. Let me just put it out there. From the beginning, first album, I was a fan. It's very catchy, isn't it? It's very catchy. We don't say the F word on here, but F you, that's Do we not say the F word? Because I say it literally every week, multiple times. I really try to get us into the PG rating. Sorry. Maybe I should. I think I should have it as a side topic. Having reflected on my swearing during this podcast, I think I'm going to quit swearing. Oh. Yeah. I sound a little bit vulgar. Oh, sometimes as emphasis on that's what I think. So back to Lily Allen. Lily Allen, yeah, who loved it. Yeah, does her a lot. Went off the radar for a little while. I didn't even realize she released her latest album in June this year. Who knew? Yeah, did you know? Yeah, I love it. It's called No Shame. It was about her divorce and very deep and everything. But what we wanted to talk about was that she's releasing a tell-all on the first of October called My Thoughts Exactly. And what has been quite scandalous about this book is that there's a number of stories about her experiences with celebrities. And Celine, escorts. Oh, there's so much. There's so many thoughts with this. I back you, Lily. She's my fave. She's my gal. At, she's at been the, my gal for years. Well, at the start, I was like, oh, you know, she's gone through a lot. Maybe she just needs to get all of this out. And then I kind of read that her album didn't do so well in June. She's had a couple of, you know, difficulties. And I thought... Yeah, this is just seems a bit of a media grab. Yeah. Exactly. She's so clever. What do you mean? Why is that a bad thing? That's so – that is so brilliant. She's like, shit, that didn't work. What else can I throw at it? You know what? Oh, what's a swear word equivalent? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I can do everything. I can throw everything at this. Oh, it doesn't have the same emphasis. I hate not swearing. It's awful. But she she did. She worked it out and she was like, what do you want? Escorts, Liam Gallagher, whatever. I got I everything. Yeah, they must have, the editor would be like, anyone else? She's like, oh, yeah, there was that time yeah. with Liam. <laughs> yep, that's going in. What about Alana Bloom? Nothing happened, but I headbutted it. Yep, perfect. <laughs> put it in, put it in. It's all good. I think she's done a brilliant job at her own marketing and she knew mm. exactly what to do and power to you Lil well now I want to go back and listen to her um, album F-U, so F-U. no the latest one I want to I want to hear about all the like divorce that Amy that's not the word <laughs> yeah it's a f- F-U yeah okay. <laughs> I'm not swearing <laughs> I just fill in the blanks alright we're moving on Samantha Markle or as I like to call her Markle Sparkle <laughs> just you or yeah just me I haven't heard it before yeah Amy works in marketing yeah 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 coming up with all the names tonight <laughs> so Samantha Markle is the sister of Meghan Markle and Samantha Markle's had a bit of a rough ride with her sister and their relationship and was not invited to the wedding and they have the same father but different mothers so they're half sisters and she has been and she has just taken her first trip out of America to go to London and go on a an, an interview with Jeremy Vine to try to win her sister's favor was mm, kind good. of maybe the point I reckon that's a good strategy like <laughs> she's tried to call she's got 
the Kensington house on speed dial. No one's she picking up. She went to Buckingham Palace. Oh, she yeah, did go to Buckingham she Palace. She out the front of Buckingham oh, Palace. I wasn't allowed no, in. But that's, no, the, that's she was not like, where Meghan lives. Meghan? <laughs> Meghan? <laughs> yes, oh but God, it was a very contrite um, interview. She, part of it, you know, she did, she did apologise, but she said there was a lot of hurt on both sides and that's what caused her Twitter storm. And she said, you know, and it was hard because Megan, you know, hasn't been talking to me. Maybe that's British protocol. And I love that Jeremy Vines stepped in and said, um, could it be because you called her a Dutch ass? That's my favourite. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah. Which she didn't hashtag, quite have a response to. I think it was hashtag Dutch ass. <laughs> <laughs> she, I mean, it's surprising that poor Megan's not speaking to her, isn't I it? No, I would talk to you guys if you call me a Dutch ass on Twitter. Um, I know. I, please don't. <laughs> I was like, that's one of the things I thought. I was like, if you ever, you know, want to do that or go on a talk show and talk like this, I fully endorse it because it's so juicy and wonderful and I just do it. Please, you have my permission. It's on the record. I don't know, though. I mean, you know, she said I am a quick wit <laughs> and, you know, it's just got misinterpreted. Oh, it's it's just brilliant. I just love that she's like... I don't know. I don't know why yeah. she doesn't like me. Yeah, she's what? like, why? Is why, she, so why is she not taking my calls? I don't understand. And then I know what I'll do. I'll go on more TV yeah. in the country of where she resides. Oh, Samantha Markle, you can do no wrong in my eye. Keep going. <laughs> yeah, keep giving us more content oh, to talk I about. I do feel sorry for poor Megan. I do too. In her think, castle. Yeah. <laughs> So, Samantha Markle, keep sparkling, Samantha Markle. <laughs> Love it. And then we will keep thinking up new ways to bring your name into it. I will. It. It's so good. So, this was a funny little article that I stumbled across a little while ago um, that really it kind of just explains itself. Um, the dog that appeared on Katy Perry's Dark Horse music video um, is essentially shitting on my social media presence um, because it has over 30 million follows, followers across its social media oh platforms. So this dog, it's called Pom because it's a Pomeranian, um, <laughs> just exploded on, on uh, social media and on Instagram, for instance, it has over 9 million Instagram fans and is just making a shit ton of money. And meeting up with Ariana Grande yeah, and, and, Mark, Perry. and yes. Mark Zuckerberg. So, so to give you an idea about like it's uh, this dog, dog. It is a dog. It's estimated earnings for one sponsored post last year when it had less followers. Just in fact, guess. I want you to guess. Tell I've me. got the figure. So yeah. Okay, I will guess. Okay. Uh, see now, I think it's going to be massive. Okay, uh, I'm going. I'm going to say five thousand dollars. It's $17,500 for one sponsored post. What? Sponsor. And that this is insane. Presumably oh, this, a dog. this a dog, dog doesn't even need to advocate for like that slim me tea or whatever. Like mm-hmm. it would be like, you know, it doesn't even need to do the dirty work not to get oh that. My God. Like the Kardashians. It doesn't. What? Because I looked at the website, the Instagram. It's literally just like videos of it with like music behind yeah. it being like, you're so cute. Well, funny story actually. My dog is similar to your dog yes. but black. <laughs> and she is she's from the rough side of the track. Both of them are. Yeah, yeah. They've had a rough life. 
life before yeah. us. <laughs> she has got a small following, but I have never thought to make an Instagram account for her. And what have I been doing with my life? Seriously, starting You're a podcasting network. Yeah. Get on to it, Right, Claire. I should never have started this network. I should have just started oh. an Instagram account for Podcast Dog because that's what we call her, Podcast Dog. Because yeah. a lot of people <laughs> record podcasts at our house. And so whenever they come, like a guest comes over, they kind of get bullied by Podcast Dog <laughs> and she ends up on the audio. She's often on the audio in our podcast and people when get I... that sponsored. Right. Yeah, get and those dollar bills. Exactly. And there's a tagline that people say, which is, I like that dog's spirit. Because James said it once on a podcast, which is my husband. He does our flagship show called Weekly Planet. And so... Spook, spook. Yeah, right. I know. Shameless plug everywhere. Um, and so... Anyway, but he um, has... Yeah, so this dog, he's talked all about her on the show. And every time I post a photo of her on Instagram... It gets more likes. Yeah, and she's pretty cute. I put a photo of my own face on there. <laughs> no. Yes, correct. And oh. more people say things like, I like that dog's spirit. Mm. Do, nobody says I like Claire's spirit. No, nobody. <laughs> okay, that's it. You've inspired me. You've inspired oh. me, dear. Do it. Maybe on our social media for the next yeah. week, we'll just mix it up a little bit and exclusively oh. have dog pictures Let's to promote our podcast. We've got three dogs between us. We can yeah. do it. Totally and if any it. listeners out there want to send in their dog and attempt for it to get famous through our social media accounts, you are more than welcome. <laughs> At the Millennial Divide, go for it. <laughs> okay, so... Honey Badger's had a tough time. Let's wind back the clock a little bit. So what happened? Honey Badger is Nick Cummins. He was The Bachelor from this year. On The Bachelor, not sure if you guys knew, what you're meant to do, (laughs) you go on the show, you have lots of lovely ladies to choose from, and then you get down to two and you pick one. That's what you do. I think we've all been a bit confused. Yeah. Honey Badger got confused particularly. Okay. Yeah. He got to the end. He's like, I did not realise this was the outcome of this show. And Is this Survivor? Where am I? Where? So he's oh, like, shit. I haven't been voted off yet. Singer. Did I win? He's like, I was on I wanted to do the Kokoda and then I ended up here and I was on an island. Yeah. He's he's very confused. More confusing for him is that people were emotionally invested in this show. <laughs> Which is surprising. People have gotten very, very angry. People are angry at yes. Honey Badger. They really Hashtag are. Hashtag rage. Why are they mad? What well, did he do? So what he did, he did not pick any. Mm. And that, that was where he went wrong. <laughs> that was really the... That was the premise of the show. Okay. And unfortunately for everybody on the show, mm. um, except for Channel 10 who got massive ratings out of it. Of course. Uh, Honey Badger forgot to pick one. Or, you know, just was a bit ho-hum. So Honey Badger got on and I was very – I've been very angry at Honey Badger too. I'm upset. He should have, like, how – just the, date them for a few weeks for yeah. goodness sake. Welcome to the real world, Amy. This is fucking dating, all right? I was like, yes, Honey Badger, thank you. That's exactly well, what it feels like. Kind of- Sadness and sorrow and <laughs> devastation and no one wins. That is dating. Part of me is like, well, at least he's honest. But then the other part was, well, he had 30 girls to choose from. And if you couldn't find one that his, you kind of wanted to date. That is literally, I cannot emphasise this enough, that's being on Tinder. <laughs> that is literally, you could swipe hundreds and you're like, what is wrong with me? They're all really great. But none of them uh, get your final rose, whatever the analogy is you want to use. That is... Is the real world too people. much choice? Is that his problem? Yeah. He had too oh, much probably. choice. Maybe that was. Yeah, maybe maybe he, he wants was. to get onto Love Island. Yeah. But as lovely, have even more choice. As Brit said, why would you turn up for the lunch when you've already had the buffet? 
<laughs> which is probably my favourite line of the whole series. But so, all right, I was pretty angry at Honey Badger. I was very sympathetic. Anyway, oh, at Honey Badger? Yeah, oh, totally. I was like, yes, it's exactly what you should have done instead of doing the same thing that everybody else has done, which has been like, I choose you. I think I love you. Thank <laughs> and you. I might and marry you, but it's a promise engagement yes, ring. Yes, exactly. And then two months mm, later, lo up. and behold, the contract ends, they mm. break up. No, 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 no. Not my Honey Badger. I was off him the whole season. I was like, oh, this guy. Nah, okay. I'm on board. Anyway, continue. Well, I was disappointed. So I was all ready to get fired up watching Honey Badger on the project. And then he started talking about his mental health. And he genuinely looked really sad. Mm. And he said it's the lowest he's ever been. And that includes having time, periods of time post-injury in wheelchairs. Mm. He said he's never been so flat and down. And they and the question was, are you, is this an emo, highly emotional thing or is this more of a depression? And he said everything. So, and that made me really change my mind about Honey Badger mm. and think about that these are people too. These are real people. <laughs> and what the hell are we doing to these people, yeah. putting them yeah. on air when clearly some of them, and particularly Honey Badger seems a bit more um, Level. uh, level-headed, yeah. To bring a positive out of this, isn't it quite lovely that we are now talking about mental health through this mm. and particularly through these, you know, through men coming out and talking about it you know, Amy, you just quoted that stat, that shocking stat about the amount of men who suffer from depression or some mental health issue. Mm-hmm. This has brought this conversation into the open in a really public way. So, and I'm not advocating for people having <laughs> to suffer in order for that to happen, but to find if a silver lining. Good, yeah. Exactly. It's nice that we're talking about yeah, it. Yeah, I, th- I think that's absolutely spot on, Dim. And I just want to remind anyone, if anyone's having a tough time, um, you can call Beyond Blue 24 hours a day, seven days a week on 1300 224636. That's 1300 224636. Or you can call Lifeline. And Lifeline's a great service. Again, 24 hours a day. It's anonymous. And you can call on 131114. That's 131114. So that's an Australian numbers. So plus six one if you're overseas. But do call those numbers if you're having a tough time. Okay, so the royals have been in town. Did we know this? <laughs> what What is a royal? Oh, a royal. I know. Which ones? Yeah, it's hard to tell. She's called Megan. Megan. Megan Markle. Megan Markle. So if the, it's not Samantha Markle, I don't want to hear about it. So Meghan Markle, Duchess of Sussex, has been out here with her lovely prince, Prince Harry, the Duke of Sussex, and they've done their royal tour and she's worn all the clothes and they've all sold out and she's held her baby bump and it's gorgeous. Which I think is a bit controversial being <laughs> that she's probably only about three months, three and a half months, but... Each to their own. If she wants to hold it, hold it. Hashtag no judgment slash all the judgment. I should start holding my food baby just to keep people guessing. (laughs) You never know. Is it almonds or is it a baby? (laughs) So they've they've done their thing and they've trotted off now to Fiji and we spoke on earlier episodes about how I'm very deeply uncomfortable about this with the Zika. I am too. I'm on board with that. I Yeah. She's not wearing long sleeves. (laughs) Let me tell you that much. I watched and she's not. Anyway, I had this moment, and this is where I'm going to become hypocritical because I, I, I'm obsessed. I've watched everything. I've gone to Karen G's website to see her dress that sold out in three seconds. I've checked where they're going. I'm all over this. Me- I'm, I was happy when she took a step back when, because it was too much. But 
They arrived in Fiji earlier this week and they got off their plane and they actually, I think what happened was that they actually showed earlier footage of I think either Mm. the Queen or someone else doing the same thing. It was almost an exact same replication of the royals coming off. And I suddenly got hit with this really uncomfortable, oh, God, it's like the colonialists are in town that it was like coming to visit the little colonies and, oh, aren't you sweet and keep doing your little mm. thing and don't arc up where you're, you know, we're up here in the royal land and you little people down there in our <laughs> colonies that we rule, just keep keep doing your little thing. And I felt, I was like, oh, that is just so patronising for the Fijians. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, we've been trolled. <laughs> the, the sparkly outfits. The beautiful shiny hair, the royal baby, all of it. Mm. I fell for it all. And it, they're just doing they they're not that here to genuinely us. just to see us. <laughs> I'm shocked. <gasps> oh. They're here out of their own self purpose to promote themselves and their ruling. It is no better than 1880s with the colonization. It is awful. I cannot believe this is why you need to continue to work full time forever because you've had a few days off. Is this what you've been doing? Is this is this how you've been spending your time famous in love and like literally a deep dive? Yeah, going into, into every royal image I can find. You should see my Insta feed. All all I get served is images of royals. I'm just shocked you've had this. You've had so many thought processes. It's like number one. Oh, I love it. I'm following everything. I've seen all the dresses. And then number two, like the time for reflection of oh they've gone to Fiji. This is really bad. Wait a sec. Like there's so many thoughts. I haven't given this a moment's thought. <laughs> a one single moment. The most I've thought about it was when you told me that, oh, I want to talk about this thing on the podcast. And I was like, what? And then I tried to Google where your thought pattern had gone. I was like, what the fuck? You, hey, where have you gone? I did kind of think when I did hear about it on the podcast, I went, we have been doing a lot of royals. Yeah. Amy has an actual secret fetish for the royals. I think that's the most no, it's, important It's gone thing. now because I've realized I've been trolled. You down. But I don't know, Dim, there's – get. All I can say is you're missing out. I, I wish I loved anything as much as you guys love the royals. Well, I don't you anymore. In particular. I don't anymore. <laughs> I don't like them now that I've realised that they're trolling us. <laughs> just you. It's just you. It's just a singular vendetta. Okay, so pop culture today, Halloween. Now, we are an Australian podcast. We do have some listeners in the US. Thank you. Shout out to the US and Europe. <laughs> Shout out to all our European listeners. Shout out to every other well, country, you know. <laughs> not you know just, what? Let's not stop are, it there. <laughs> if you are anywhere in the world listening, bless your cotton bless socks. Your- but Halloween has come to our attention this year because over the, the last few years, it feels like it's been growing in popularity. And this year, it is just exploding. I think we've all noticed a significant increase. And let me throw some throw some stats your way. Ooh, Halloween stats. stats. I love it. She's I done know. Well. I was like, I cannot believe this is a thing. <laughs> and this is just symbolic of how big Halloween's become. So guess how many pumpkins were Ooh. sold in supermarket giant Woolworths this year? Oh, okay. Let's twenty thousand. Get... Oh, oh, you had the right first figure. Twenty million. <laughs> Bit high. <laughs> oh. Two hundred thousand oh. kilograms of Halloween pumpkins. Oh, kilograms. Oh. That's a that, lot of. Yeah, but I thought uh, you were talking about a... individual pumpkins. Well, Can how we get stats on individual? 
The pumpkin's like a kilo, isn't it? No, carving pumpkins are big. Oh, okay. Have you never carved a pumpkin? It's really fun. Oh, well, this is starting to explain a lot about Amy's (laughs) pessimistic attitude towards this wonderful (laughs) holiday season. People want to experience feelings of happiness and so participate in Halloween really the the beacon of happiness and that's the real explanation. I thought that was Christmas. Um, they have different um, purposes in terms of happiness. Mm. So it's complicated and I wouldn't expect you to understand but basically Christmas is intended for you to be like happy but also a little sad because it's kind of like it'll never be as wonderful as your childhood. Oh, oh. I thought it was something about the... You know, didn't Jesus death have something of to do with uh, not true? Uh, birth, not true. Common oh, birth. <laughs> it's a common misconception. Easter's the death. Easter's the death. Okay. <laughs> See, this is where we're going terribly wrong. What's Halloween got? Halloween has no religious connotation. It's a pagan ritual, except for the pagans, <laughs> which is why it's come from America. Uh huh. Which is why a lot of people have a lot of issues with it. And do you know what? I have issues with those people. <laughs> Let the kids eat candy. Yes. Lollies. Oh, I was going to say. Knew, I put that in there because I knew you'd hate oh, it. Hate but it. do you know what? I was walking around my neighbourhood today. My little daughter was dressed up as a dinosaur. She loves seeing all the other kids. They all were saying hello. And we had a little chat with our neighbour. We had a glass of wine. It was lovely. And I know it might have come from America. I don't care. Well, as someone who was in America... For an exchange, this is me, I'm talking about myself, Um, for the six-month period and and it crossed over Halloween. Halloween was the highlight. Mm. It was incredible. What did you dress up as? A minion. Sexy what? (laughs) A minion. I fucked it, yeah. Oh, you did. A minion. Wasted opportunity. You had your hot college bod, (laughs) you were ready to go and you dressed up as a freaking minion. (laughs) No wonder you didn't pick up in the US. I didn't. I did so poorly. Disappointing. Anyway, it's all making a lot of it. If only I had you there. Mm. All right, so we're in agreement. Well, yes, love, we love it. Board. Okay. Lollies, dress-ups, what more do you want? What's okay. to love? Good one. All right, so we're going to move right along to much lighter news now. Thank God. And a big one this week, Dim, Spice Girls, Spice Up Your Life. They're back. They're back, baby. They are back. So I, being shockingly out of the loop for this, for something that was, it's very meaningful to me, I found out about this through Victoria Beckham posting on her Instagram um, an image of the Spice Girls now, as you see them now, and saying, you know, they're back. Everyone except me, essentially. So what's the real juice here is what I'm interested in. Well, I'd never really liked Posh as a Spice Girl. I much prefer her as Victoria Beckham fashion yeah, designer. Yeah. Mm. I really respect what she does for fashion and I like watching her Instagram and I think it's telling that we all found out about the reunion tour by the yeah. one Spice Girl who won't be on it. Yeah. <laughs> that was the same with me. I found out purely because yeah. of Victoria Beckham's post and I think that she has done incredible things to turn around what was a no, a pop career into this amazingly successful um, fashion brand, brand, lab, you know, global mm. empire. Um, I think it's a bit sad, but I'm very excited about the other ones. I've just realised, oh. Amy, you are such a posh spice. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's an insult. No, it's not because you really admire her. That's I a nice thing. I want to be baby. You are the fun. A hundred percent not baby spice. I'm saying right out of this. I, I reckon. Right. Sorry. <laughs> I reckon Claire could be maybe sporty spice. 
Who's the Jerry Halley? What? Ginger Spice. Ginger. ginger. Oh, yeah. Ginger. That's the best one. Yeah. Oh. I reckon you could be the ginger. Who am I in the Spice Girls? Oh, I think you're scary. scary. I felt yeah, scary. Yeah, I'm going to give you scary. I felt scary. Okay, yeah. Okay, so who can Ellen be? Oh, she'll probably be baby. We've She's got so one now left that I then. think about that. Yeah. 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 All right, so we're, we're recruiting. We've got one more. We've got one more Spice. Okay. Got That's a sporty, sporty one. Is that is she Mel C or Mel B? Oh. Mel C. Mel C. Which one went to rehab? I'm Mel B. Do you know I met Mel B? No. Yeah. What? Yeah. So I have a real oh. affinity with Scary Spice. Yeah. Yeah, I met her when I pretended to be a journalist for a hot second. Oh. Yeah. Oh, in your previous yes, life in my as a journalist. previous oh, life. Did you? I've got, was she plugging Weight Watchers? What would yeah, you maybe. No, maybe it was um, a radio show. Oh. All I remember is that I took a photo of her and she's like, uh, excuse me, can you please delete her? And I was oh. like, oh, I'm so sorry. That was a great impression. You're was definitely it? Scary Spice. Yeah, oh. definitely. So I might rustle up that picture and post Ooh, it on the ground. You didn't delete it? No. Oh God, you, no. Uh, this is why I love you guys. You have so many just like rustling up excellent <laughs> photos, like Amy with the heels. Oh, uh, that's a bit of Z grade celebrity. <laughs> we can find, if there is a. <laughs> Has been celebrity. We will find them. Don't you worry. I know about it. All right. So stay tuned for the Instas. I think we're all on board. 2019, year of the tour. They have said they're coming to Australia. We will all be there. We might even do a special ep. Maybe we could get them on air. Oh, Oh my God. That's our KPI for next year. (laughs) Okay. I'll chase one of them down with my phone. Oh, yeah. Good one. Yeah, exactly (laughs) right. Whoever can get pap shots. Mel B will see me and be like, not her again. (laughs) Bugger off. <laughs> all right, stay posted. We'll keep you on. Uh, we'll keep you informed of all the tour dates. Okay, so over to you, Dim. Finances for women slash letter to money. So this came about because I have gone a deep, deep, deep into the podcast world to the point where. I cannot, I find it difficult to start a sentence without, I heard on this podcast and it's, I'm a huge wanker, which is fine. I've accepted who I am now. That's fine. So this came from a podcast I was listening to called Wild Ideas Worth Living. And they, uh, in this podcast series, they interview different people who have a wild idea that's worth living. And it can be lots of different things. It's lots of adventure kind of focused people, but also people who have started businesses and lots of different things. So this podcast suggested that one of the things you should do is write a letter to your money. So you have to write a letter Mm. as if you're writing to money. Okay. And I was like, that is so fucking lame. Yeah. I'm not doing it. It's That's like so lame. They're talking into the mirror and saying, I wish for a car. Yes. I wish for it a sounds car. like the secret. Yes. Yeah. I was like, That's so lame. But I'm But you did, did it. it? <laughs> just like, Did you say can you please grow on the tree at the back? <laughs> just just come into my lap, please. <laughs> so it went a little something like this. Okay. Dear money. It actually sounds, I should preface this right now, it does sound familiar to what I might have written to an ex-boyfriend. So this, yeah. Anyway. Dear money, I want more of you, but I'm worried if I try, I'll lose you. I suppose I've always just thought you'll come at some point, but I think I think I have to work a little more at getting you. See what? I don't think I fully understand you. Sincerely. Dimity. <laughs> What's that meant to get you? That's the 
dumbest thing I've ever. You know why this woman has written? She's probably made so much money off the fact of getting people to write bullshit stories to money. Okay, from it, Dimitri. So what happened after this? You might be. Did you get lots of the money? I'm rich. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not. But what I did do is consolidate my super. No. You're all laughing. No, I, I was laughing at the letter, but yeah, the, the letter, intent yeah. I like. Okay. Yeah. Did the and letter, did you get a response? Did um, money write back? I'm waiting yeah. and it's similar to my ex-boyfriend, not really. <laughs> <laughs> Kidding, never wrote it. Uh, yeah. So let us know how it goes. Yeah. Give us updated. Follow it with all um, the money. I'll yep. throw you a couple of bucks. Oh, yeah, yeah, thanks, Dimmy. Yeah. Good yeah. one. When We'd I like get that. the money, not yet. Oh, okay. You need yeah, the money Right first. now I've got to be stingy, Okay. Actually. I think you need to write a tougher letter to money. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put your foot down. <laughs> I am now extremely excited to bring the next segment forward. We have a guest star. And for the first time, sorry, Mum, she actually is a star. <laughs> Mum is a star in our own life. Yes. But, but Not a social media star. No. Yet. Or a, Yet. <laughs> a famous author slash comedian slash triple threat screenwriter. She does it all. So, Dim. So, we have here Rosie Waterland. She's author of The Anti-Cool Girl, as well as Every Live Ever Told, as well as a podcaster in her own right of a very, very, very successful podcast, Mum Says My Memoir is a Lie. She's also a contributor to literally every comedy thing ever because she's a comedian and very funny. And for that reason, we thought she's the perfect person to have a conversation about the importance of the side hustle and making sure that you have multiple well, fingers in multiple honey pots. Is that a gross analogy, Rosie? <laughs> I don't know. It felt like innuendo. <laughs> you can take that however you want, my friend. <laughs> anyway, so basically it's coming out like lots of like very fancy, you know, financial advisors and people who know things about money are like, okay, people, this is like the millennial generation. We're not about these nine to fives anymore. It's not about like staying in the same job for 40 years and getting your long service leave and your gold watch. This is all about getting, you know, doing lots of different kinds of things, having multiple streams of income. And that's, that's your life, right? Like this is, this is how you live your life, your best life. Well, I guess. I mean, when you <laughs> asked me to do this and you were like, oh, we're doing a show on, on being a hustler, like will you come on? I was like, I don't think I do that. <laughs> I think that's the wrong – is yeah. that then a different just, term? That's a hustler? different show, Rosie. <laughs> <laughs> but then you described it to me and I was like – Oh, I guess I do that, but I kind of have inadvertently done it. Like I haven't been. Yeah, it was, ne- super, it was never your intention. Like, I a, yeah, I haven't put in effort to be like a ma- <laughs> to have a major side hustle. It's just kind of how it's turned out for me. Well, you've bloody led the trend, so people are following you now. Tell them what to do. <laughs> it. I can't like recommend highly enough the importance of really making sure you nurture your social media presence. But I mean, don't do it just for the sake of it. I think people can spot if you're being disingenuous Mm. from a mile away. And that's always been very important to me. Like I don't post things just for the sake of posting and I don't like put up content just because, oh, seven o'clock on (laughs) Monday night is the prime posting time. Like I I don't know any of that stuff. Mm. I don't think about that stuff. Like when I started dating my boyfriend, he told me my Facebook page had, my Facebook had analytics and I was like, does it? (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, I always, you've got to post stuff that's you because like the reason I'm so popular is that people really like my, I guess you would call it a brand. I mean, it's really just me, but it's just, 
you know, I always post, I never post anything that I wouldn't want to see myself. I always just post stuff that I think is funny. Like I always, I, everything I put up is just something that I would put up whether 10 people were following me or 100,000 people were following me. So, I mean, I think that's a huge part of it too. Like people can feel it if you're genuine. Yeah, I was going to say, I think that that's something that you've carried through is that you've made decisions that are quite authentic for use of a really wanky word. <laughs> but, they, you know, you're like you're, tr- you're making decisions for what you are, for all of the things that you're doing and all of the different, you know, honeypots that you've got your fingers in. All of them are things that really are quite genuine for you. You know, you've not made any decisions that aren't genuine to what you're interested in. Well, yeah, I mean, with the deal I have with Modi Body, I initially just posted about how much I loved the undies because I just bought them. And I was Mm. like, I cannot believe how much of a miracle this is. Like, these undies literally soak up your period. Like, I was losing my (laughs) mind. And then they saw, like, how much I loved them, but also how much traction the post got. And so they got in touch with me and just said, you know, would you want to do this kind of in a more, um, I guess, like, official capacity and I was like yeah all right like I'm gonna be posting about it anyway and it's the same (laughs) with um, my lashes like everyone goes on about my lashes and I initially just went and got lash extensions myself and paid for it and I fucking love the oh my life is swearing your podcast. Oh, yeah. Go for it. Dim does Dim, it all the time. Dim's definitely love done them it. So much. Yeah, like I flipped out over them and I posted about it and the head of the salon contacted me and said when you posted about um, your lash extensions, our booking system um, crashed. <laughs> wow. And so she was oh, my so God, you're the Meghan and- Markle dress of lash extensions. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, this was at the peak of Bachelor time, so I guess a lot of people were looking at my stuff anyway. But she was like, you know, I would be so happy to, like, just do your lashes for free if you would post every now and again. And I was like... Sweet ass. Like, like, I've never really, um, yeah, like I get sent, people send me stuff and people ask me to do stuff like that, but it makes me kind of uncomfortable because like I said, I'm not a social media influencer, like I'm a writer, but if if a couple things pop up, I'm like, and I like the product anyway, I'm like, yeah, man, I'll take... I'll take your dough. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thank you so much, Rosie. That's awesome, Rosie. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Right, so Dimmer, yes, you've got something for us on Sex and the City, and this—I've heard a, a couple of people talking oh, about. Yeah, mm. I've got something for you guys. Okay, yep. this is so good. It is a podcast called Origins, and it's um, what's well, a podcast, and it's made by someone called James Andrew Miller, who I'd never heard of, and he looks like a person who's very serious and has done a lot of things, but. I didn't actually go much further than that. Yeah, I think they deep dive into lots of things. Yeah, he's really yeah. like, you know, he's he knows things. So they've done Seinfeld is another oh, one okay. that they've deep dived into. Basically, yeah, they look at the origin of how shows, successful shows were created. But most importantly, they did Sex and the City. Mm, okay, I'll have to catch <laughs> I'm up. I'm definitely going to listen to it. Mm. Yeah, me too. Can't wait. Okay, Dima. Yes. So we've got lots to talk about tonight. We won't talk about the Sex and City topic that I wanted to talk about, which apparently we talked about two weeks ago. For context, please go to our Instagram account where Amy, there's a screenshot of a conversation in which Amy is like, I've got a suggestion. Why don't we talk about something I've just heard about that's just me that I will bring and it's called the Origins Podcast. And Ellen and I were like, 
are you fucking kidding, Amy? We literally talked about this last week. And there's proceeds to be an entire conversation where Amy's like still just doesn't quite believe that we've already talked about it. You could go back and listen to earlier episodes. Do you know what? When I was doing the run sheet today, I actually went back and saw that it is on the run sheet (laughs) as well. And I was like... Damn, I'm really, I'm oh, definitely happy. And then one of definitely your friends happened. commented and was like, "Yeah, Amy's actually told me about this podcast <laughs> twice." And I was like, what? "I'm really excited about it. I'm really excited about it. Watch it. Listen to an earlier episode where we talk about it." Yep. And I'm not going to talk about that today, so don't worry. Right. I'm so excited about this segment. This is my favorite segment of the whole show. Oh, oh Rosie, Rosie, I loved having Rosie on. Oh, Rosie, Rosie, you're my favourite. And then this is my next one. And then Megan. Oh, and then Honey Badger. Actually, there's lots oh. to talk about this episode. But I'm really excited about it. So, some context. Yes. Ellen recommended this show. Well, Dimity and I were talking about it and we both guiltily said to each other, have you been watching this? And Dimity said, well, let's recommend it because Amy will hate it. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Little did you know. I wasn't meant to tell you that part. <laughs> she's already told me, don't Little did you know, I've had a few things going on and a few days off unwell and there is nothing better when you're sick at home than watching Famous in Love. Oh. It's about a wannabe actress who wins her first audition into a multi-million dollar movie. So it's a bit like Twilight, the movie that she's won herself into. And the the tagline was, an ordinary college student's big break in a Hollywood blockbuster puts her in a tricky love triangle with her roommate and her co-star. And apparently it's been cancelled after two I seasons know, already. cancelled. I know that's, oh, that's Which my is not the best recommendation. But I have to say, I watched this and I went, this is, what is this? Yeah. And six episodes I later, the same. I can't stop watching it. I'm it's just like junk food. Yeah, suddenly you've eaten three Big Macs. Oh, uh, it's so good. If you're if you've got a little need a bit of a doona day, get on to Famous in Love. I just back to backed it. Yeah, I just me too. could not stop. Yeah. it was so funny. I yeah. mean, not funny. It's not funny. It's, it's a not drama. funny. It's very serious. It's, it's very, very serious. serious. But it's kind of. It's kind of a Nashville. Oh, totally. yeah. Yeah. I mean, because Nashville's focused on the music industry. This is yes. this is Hollywood. And Nashville had a rainer. This has got a rainer. Mm. <laughs> um, that's where the oh comparison ends. Yeah. So yeah. many. Mm. I feel like I love it because the reason that it's cancelled is as dramatic as the show itself. I know. Yes. Yeah, because apparently there was a clash between the showrunner, Marlene mm. King, and star Bella Thorne. But then Marlene King tweeted and said there is no clash and we're mm. fine and we're cool and because oh, I'm so excited. So there was a Hollywood Reporter article that came out and said it's cancelled and then Marlene King um, tweeted and said, no, it's not cancelled and then but actually it is cancelled mm. and then but Bella Thorne and a lot of the cast, most of the cast actually found out that it was cancelled via that original oh, article. No. So Bella Thorne tweeted on the um, 27th of June as a result of this Hollywood Reporter article if this is how I find out our show is cancelled, dot, dot, I'm going to be so upset. Very hurtful, freeform. I would have liked a phone call maybe. Mm. So actually, sorry, it was freeform, but I found it on Hollywood Reporter. Whatever, not important. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That is huge. That is just typifies the plot lines of yep. this show. But the plot does make you, you know, have you ever 
just laid there daydreaming one time. You're like, I wonder what it'd be like if I just suddenly was in yeah. a movie. This plot line does it for you. You see what would happen if you were dropped in to a multi-million dollar movie and it's pretty fun. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there are a few tricky moments where oh, you've got yes. to try and keep your uni going at the same time. I'm like, just yeah. ditch the uni. Y'all, I was the same. How, take the a uni. Break How old the did uni? you guys feel when she was like, it's my big 21st <laughs> birthday soon. I was like, oh, fuck me. Why am I here? But anyway. She's um, very captivating. She there is, is something she's, about, yeah, I think it's her eyes. Anyway, you should definitely all watch it. It's yes. on Stan in Australia, Hulu internationally. It's still being shown even though it's cancelled. So sad. But maybe, you know, maybe now's the time. Let's mobilise some people. Yeah, oh, Let's yes. Get, we'll start a Australian audience. And yeah. for well, they the did it for Nashville. That's true. true. So we might or be able to movie. save it. Oh, it'd be a good movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm Anybody's, going home. Yeah, if anyone's got more. a Kickstarter uh, link, <laughs> you just send it right through, the Millennial Divide at gmail.com. Thank you so much. <laughs> so, recommendations this week. Now, we're going a bit deep and a bit dark, but it is a really fascinating one. So, there's a documentary on ABC at the moment called Exposed, and it's absolutely fascinating. So Exposed covers the story of Kelly Lane, who's a former Australian water polo player, and she was convicted of the 1996 murder of her newborn baby, Tegan. But what's really interesting was that Tegan was one of five pregnancies that she's had over the course of her not very long life. I mean, she's uh, 43 now. Most of these pregnancies happened when she was in her late teens, early 20s. Um, She had a series of full-term pregnancies and also a couple of abortions and one late-term abortion. So in chronological order, from 1992, when she's only about... Seventeen. Yeah. So seventeen she she fell pregnant for the first time, mm-hmm. had a termination at that point. The boyfriend knew about it. She then went on a couple of years later, fell pregnant again, um, had a, a late term abortion, um, about twenty weeks. So that that's getting on uh, into the pregnancy mm-hmm. and not many states do such a late term. She then in ninety six had this pregnancy, which is the contentious one of this child. Tegan Lane, and she claims that she gave the child away to her boyfriend two days after the baby was born. To the biological father, who wasn't actually her boyfriend at the time. Oh, that's a good correction. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm. He was the lover. Andrew Norris or Morris, they couldn't Mm. get the name. That's right. And then she went on, never told anyone. All of these are all completely hidden. Then she went on 99, had another pregnancy. This time went, delivered the baby and um, adopted the baby. Uh, Sorry, I missed one. 95, she had another baby. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And adopted it. Mm. And then by the time she got to 2001, she had another baby and this time she kept it. So overall, she's had two terminations, which no judgment here, but, that, you know, part mm. of lots of series of pregnancies, two adopted babies out and one baby who has never been found, never mm-hmm. been seen since born, and then one that she's kept. So mm. an extraordinary story. Mm. And it's 
really fascinating because I just can't quite get my head around it mm. as to I don't have a gut feel about this one. Um, and I don't know, I, I'm interested to hear what you both thought having watched some mm. or all of the well, episodes. Oh, well, I did a bit of a haiku again. Um, <laughs> so do you want me to read? Yes. Okay. <clears throat> do we need this? Four exclamation, I mean, four question marks. I'm so confused, dot, dot, dot. Okay, I get why we need it. I don't like it and I feel uncomfortable. Why did you guys make me watch this? I have a fear of unexpected pregnancy. (laughs) Fuck you guys. (laughs) I said I wasn't going to (laughs) swear. And being put in jail for something you didn't do. This is literally (laughs) my worst fear. Okay, sorry, Tim, I forgot. <laughs> if you don't know, Tim was just throwing a millennialist F T-shirt back at me. If you don't know, go back to earlier episodes where Dim reveals her two biggest fears, which is one, that she may be pregnant and she doesn't know, and two, that she may go to jail for something that she doesn't know that she committed. And this is true, I did. I did wonder why I had to push so hard to get this documentary on our recommendations list and now it is abundantly clear. If you haven't noticed, I'm really tired and it's because I watched this late at night last night because Amy was really, really sure that she wanted to do this one and I was like, you know what, it's for the sake of the podcast, just watch it. I didn't finish it because I got so anxious and it was midnight and I couldn't even do anything about it. Um, Yeah, so we'll follow this and uh, check late next week how it all ends. All right, recommendations time. Don't worry, we're not keeping it this highbrow for long. We are going way into the weeds. We are so far down. Where are you, Elle? Are you down? We can't even see you anymore, Ellen. You're so It's higher than famous in love. No. Not sure about that. As I was watching this last night, I was like, WT, the actual F. Whoa. Real? Yeah. Okay. Well, let me explain to our listeners and maybe I'll get some support out of this room. So it's called The Bold Type which is a bit of a play on words <laughs> because the girls are bold in the mo- in the show but also they work at a magazine so it's like a bold type Ellen's got her oh. am I convincing you yet face on and it is I and seriously that is as highbrow as it gets yeah. that is as clever as yeah. it gets and it follows three young women <laughs> I'm just going to keep going oh satin cut Kat and Jane at the fictional magazine Scarlet. And not only do they bring you vibrators in their articles, but also feminist issues such as an article on a Muslim lesbian photographer. Who one of them wants to hook up with. Who one of them wants to hook up with. And it's on the Freeform Network in America. It's just released in St- on Stan in Australia. It's um, got two seasons. And it's actually inspired by the former Cosmo editor-in-chief's life. So there you go. There's a basis. Doesn't make it any higher, Ellen. <laughs> and I liked it. I liked the clothes. Didn't you like the clothes? No, because they kind of link to what we were talking about off air. So producer Claire 
she was lamenting the fact that we don't understand 90s fashion at the moment. And for me, that was... As in like... Really? Like you 90s thought that was 90s... Is coming, having a resurgence. Yeah, lots of 90s in there. Really? Oh, yeah. No, I like the fashion. Yeah, no, they did. They had a choker. She had a choker at one stage. I'd noticed that too. Ellen, it was so lowbrow that... When I was watching it with my partner, Lyndon, I couldn't even get a bloody narration out of him because he walked out of the room. Oh, I, would, I was close to just flipping Poor it off. Thing. It, it was s- so bad. When, what about when they had that stupid goop egg? You know, what's the thing that they... I thought you would love that goop egg bit. I wasn't paying attention. That was the second episode. Oh, okay. oh, I didn't watch the first then. <laughs> I did. I was a bit confused. I must admit. So I must have just jumped straight into oh, the second. Oh, it's because I watched the first one. And oh, you no, had my I'm using, using your yeah. stand. I just yeah. picked it up yeah, where yeah, you were yeah, at. Yeah. Jeez, yeah. it was shit. Okay. I mean, hell, that was like as. Oh, I'm that really is, surprised. How by long that? did it go? It felt like it went for a very long time. Okay, so no, actually, so and now I have to actually be honest because I it was terrible, and I was like, this is bullshit. Linda walked out, and I was like, fair enough, Lyndon. <laughs> and then I could not stop watching. Oh. See, and he had to. Pull me away, and he was like, "What is wrong with you?" And I was like, "I don't know. <laughs> Save me." It had none of. So I I got lured in because there was an article that kind of had a photo of Sex in the City, mm. and this there is nothing no, about Sex in the, the City in this show. No. Oh, it is oh. the crap. Well, when they were I'll in just this watch episode. it and talk to myself about it then. No, I'm going to watch it because now you've, like, done it and I'm bloody addicted. Well, make sure you watch the second episode even though it says that you've okay. watched it. Yeah, I just feel dirty when I watch it. It is that crap, people. <laughs> if you've got half an hour of your life that you really don't care about, I suggest get on to Stan and watch The Bold Type. If you value any moment of your life and the future of having to have a happy and fulfilled life, don't even bother. It is the shittest show I think I've ever seen. I'm still watching. <laughs> they should put that on the, you know, poster cover. <laughs> Quote Amy. Quote Amy. <laughs> like you really go, you guys don't really know how to sell your show, do yeah. you? If you don't value your time. <laughs> Have I got the show for you. Right. So thanks, Elf. You're welcome. <laughs> okay, so we're going to take it up a notch. We're going to get fun with two fun segments, I promise. Ooh. Well, actually, one of them I don't quite understand, but the other one is fun. It's the one you don't understand, Ariana. Yes. Let's start there. <laughs> okay. Ellen, you've done a dim and just gone yeah. recommendation, Ariana, Ariana Grande. Grande. Did the, you listen her, to it? Thank you. Next. I Please explain because I ca- I'm so confused. Yeah. I actually had to go onto E! News for them to explain t- it to me. Yeah, but even then I was still like, why is this here, Ellen? Did you listen to I the watched song? The thank song you, a- Next. But Thank it just said you, trailer Matt. coming soon with the it's song. It's not even a go Yeah, so I had to look into that too because <laughs> All right, one. So, all right, oh, start from on. the beginning, Elle, because our listeners are going to be, if we're confused and we've watched the freaking thing. Okay. First thing is I really like the song because it's very catchy. Are you mad? Yeah. I love it. But one, I like it. Two, she's doing all these trailers for her film clip, which is going to be taking on Legally Blonde, Mean Girls, Bring It On, and 13 going on 30, and she has, like, Lindsay Lohan in the Mean Girls part of her film clip and all the other actors from all the other movies, and she's dropping it. She's doing a bit of a Taylor Swift. She's building momentum. And I thought that was interesting. I literally give no shits. Okay, so (laughs) I tried to find something to talk about in this, so I Googled (laughs) Ariana Grande Interesting facts. I was like, I've got to find something, okay? 50 facts came up. I kid you not, the most interesting one I got, she has bad eyesight and has to wear contact lenses. (laughs) 
So things, I wrote a list, things more interesting than this song and Ariana Grande. <laughs> plain chips without any seasoning. So not like salt and vinegar, just like normal plain chips. <laughs> the second Sex in the City movie, more interesting wow. than this. That time Amy got a washing machine and told us all about her washing machine. <laughs> it was a good washing machine in How's, my defence. And Matthew Guy, more interesting. Political reference Whoa. for you. So Right, well, I'm going to be with Vanity Fair and Reese with the Spoon and Lindsay, I'm, well, maybe not I'm Lindsay Lodge. Amy, tell us about I'm, your washing machine quickly. <laughs> and you guys can just ignore it. Okay, we what will. Else? Right. I'm sleepy. You are. You get it? Because it was so boring. You are sleepy. <laughs> and Ellen, I don't know if that's bashful or just ridiculous. <laughs> you should be bashful. Yeah, you should dopey. be very, yeah, very dopey. This is what Matt Leave does to your brain. Oh, God. We're well, watching been it. on it for a week. <laughs> oh, my God. Ariana Grande. Oh, I'm so bored. I, yeah, I'm sorry if you had to sit through that. But Google it and you tell us what you think. Yeah, maybe people Maybe like Tim her. and I are wrong. I think you are. Okay. So... Gwyneth Paltrow, I know we do talk about her a lot, but but this is a good one. Yeah. Dim, talk us through this one. So, first of all, you're welcome, everybody. I discovered that Gwyneth Paltrow has a podcast and it is so good, but I did realise that, um, so I, I was listening to it and then my housemate came home and I was like, oh my God, Layla, you wouldn't believe Gwyneth Paltrow, she has this podcast, it's based on Goop, and she was like, what's a Goop? What's a Goop? And I was like, oh, um... Has Layla not been listening to our podcast? I guess. Well, she's not listening to this, so I can say whatever I want. Uh, (laughs) So she, it was based on, uh, sorry, I said, you know, this is what Goop is, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, anyway, Goop is where she announced that she consciously uncoupled from from Chris Martin. Hilarious, right? And Layla was like, what's a consciously uncoupling? And I was like, oh, my God, we're weird. (laughs) Our obsession with Gwyneth is actually not the norm and people don't know all of this and Very. can I just say not Al, it's yours. Me. Both of you. Oh. I'm not that obsessed with Gwyneth. Uh, oh. I like her. Although I'm not – so this podcast was your recommendation yeah. this week. And, well, I got halfway through the podcast and I was like, nah, I'm going back to listening to a Star is Born soundtrack for the fifth time in a row because that's what I want to talk about for my recommendation. <laughs> and neither of you have seen it, but no. I'm just going to talk about how much I love it. So last Are you night, taking over? Is this <laughs> – I'm going rogue because I just can't stop talking about it or thinking about it or humming the lyrics. All I'm going to say is do yourself a (laughs) favour and get your ass out to the cinema and go and see A Star Is Born. Bradley Cooper, Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga is sublime. You would not even know it's Lady Gaga. Bradley Cooper is just the self-destructive rock star who you want him to be. You laugh, you cry. It is the music is so good. I honestly, I've had it on repeat all day, and I just want to talk about that to everybody. Okay. I'll tell you what, I'll strike a deal. You come to the podcast next week wearing Kylie Jenner's lip kit. Oh, I would if it would turn up. Okay, <laughs> oh, we sure. could go early on my rant. <laughs> Kylie Jenner needs to improve her customer service. There, I've said it. We ordered how long ago? Three weeks. Weeks. 
when you three first, weeks. One of the times when you asked. Whenever you asked, we ordered. Sorry, we're digressing. This is a recommendation that we have had on the potty for a long time. <laughs> but Kylie Jenner's lip kit. It's purely so that I can upload a photo to our Instagram account of me pouting using the. Kylie well, Jenner's I tell you what, Dim. When it finally arrives in we this great shore, I the recommended. Have you been tracking it? Uh, yes, I've even contacted them when they had the audacity to send me an email asking for my feedback on the product, and I said. I'd love to give you feedback, but not. I can't give you any feedback other than this is a shitty experience and you guys need to get your act together. I'm very unhappy okay. about it. When's it. And not only that, okay, I'm going further. This rant's going to – I'm just going to come yeah, on my rant. keep going. Um, I roped in a friend from work to get a lip oh. gloss as well. Hers hasn't arrived. She's, oh. she's paid me. I'm now – I feel like I'm just misleading people. It's like a pyramid Kylie, scheme. Yeah. Kylie, listen, give us our our lip kits, please. Yeah, oh. I'm not impressed. Kylie Jenner lip kit. Okay. So can okay. We'll talk about this after. But okay. Okay. All right. So I don't quite know what we did there, but anyway, moving right along. There was three recommendations in one. I think is what happened. All right. Let's lighten up a bit, ladies. I'm going to have a rant. <laughs> Let me just oh, riddle God. me this, okay? <laughs> Let me talk you through my Go northern on, suburbs experience. Go on. For a bit of context here, I'm a, I'm a recent um, migrant to the north. I have crossed the river, which if you're not from Melbourne, it's a big deal. <laughs> Having lived Southside for a long time, I'm now seeing the, um, the, the wonders of the north. Yes. Some great opportunities and great cafe culture and bikes, pubs. This and is, This is an I know, it's glowing. <laughs> But I also see the tood. And Dim and I share the same suburb, so she sees the tood too. But you, you quite like it. I like the you tood. Live, you live with the tood. <laughs> I am the tood. <laughs> so, I mean, look, let me paint you this picture. So the other day my partner, Adrian, was um, – we, we have got an issue. We've got um, a, a tree in the front yard that was a bit wonky. So we needed to address that. Now, we have a, a – place in the country so he uses a chainsaw a lot in the country so we we do own a chainsaw now chainsaws are not often heard in the inner north as it turns out so anyway we thought look we the best way to get rid of this tree is we need to get this chainsaw out um so it was saturday it was about midday and adrian thought right okay I'll, i'll crank it up and i'll get going so he's going along and and um and pulling down this tree, I go out the front just to make sure, you know, he doesn't decapitate himself or something. <laughs> and as I'm out the front, I hear someone yelling, do it on a weekday. <laughs> I'm not even making this shit up. Do it on a week. And we're like, it's midday on a Saturday. Not even a Sunday. It's not a Sunday. It's midday on a Saturday. <laughs> And we work. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm going to go in here and defend my mates on okay. the north side. Yep. Because, Amy, they've probably had a really big night on Friday night and they're feeling a little bit dusty and they were hoping for a pleasant brunch with some avocado, smashed avocado on toast and a leisurely start to their Saturday. And instead they're working with a chainsaw on the one day that they get to Sleep off their hangover one of two days. Maybe, <laughs> maybe it's every day. I'll give them that a chainsaw is unusual in that suburb. Yes. They probably don't hear it much and that might have been a little bit far. But come on, like do these people not work? What's the deal? How do they no, fund they, these they lifestyles? Work because then they wouldn't be there to hear your chainsaw on a weekday. Oh, uh, 
That's why they want you to do it because they wouldn't be there. Oh. oh. What did you think? Well, I just thought we're not there on a weekday well, either. We're not we're there either. <laughs> oh, that's a good point. Oh, okay. That's why they want working. you to. But why can't they're we just working. do it midday on a Saturday? That's I agree. It's un- it would be unusual they're for really... you also to not work during. I the mean, week. do you know what? Let's turn this into a positive let's flip this because they're not just saying shut the fuck up instead what they're saying they're being constructive they're like probably not now maybe another time try a weekday and that's helpful Amy. i'm out tuesday at 11 <laughs> do it then we did give the the wood to one of our other neighbors for oh, his Wood fire. Yeah, we're making. I I have to say Mm. that I'm not in the same suburb, but I'm north east, and I like to say we're in Switzerland. Yeah, you are. Um, And (laughs) we have gotten very angry on the. We haven't yelled because it's Switzerland, (laughs) Switzerland. (laughs) but we have sworn to each other, my husband and I, about. The neighbours when they're drilling something midday on a weekend, but because our baby's asleep, we're like <gasps> maybe they what had are a baby. Doing? Amy, they probably had a baby. Did you think about that? I did not. No. Oh, so but, so this but, hipster but round is very. I don't think they were. They didn't. They're wearing like no. They're not. It sounds like you're judging. No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I am judging. I judge all the time. That's exactly. What I mean. <laughs> All right, so we're all in agreement that that was shit. Okay, good. Amy's round something, right? Yep, Yep. you can definitely chainsaw Amy down as well. (laughs) Anyway, this this supermarket is kind of like the, the. the mecca, the home of the hipster. It's where we all go to yeah. have they're, they're just meetings. Yeah, they are just... Your single um, drip coffee. Yeah, they're in high what demand. Is it? Single cold drip, Ellen. Cold drip. Obviously not a hipster. <laughs> not at our supermarket. Single origin. Oh, sorry, single drip. origin cold drip. I should know that. Well, I don't know because I never order it, so I shouldn't know that. <laughs> um, so the other day I wanted to just make a chicken curry, butter chicken. And I, I was lazy and I didn't have the ingredients. So I thought, I'll just go and get one of the little jars or whatever. So so I go to our hipster supermarket. The only curry paste I could find that was pre-mixed and everything was vegan butter chicken. <laughs> what? How? What? <laughs> like, I couldn't even make sense of it. How are you meant to make butter chicken? <laughs> but tofu? vegan. Um, I need to clarify some things. Was the ve- was the paste itself vegan? Well, presumably yes. But so, why do you, isn't so? Then there's not going to be meat in the paste. Yeah, but it, isn't it sort of contradictory to say that it's vegan butter chicken? Maybe they're saying vegans can use this as well. So don't call it butter chicken. <laughs> No? Mm, yeah. I oh, can understand. That was a no from me. It's yeah. just so annoying. Just call it freaking butter chicken. Yeah. I don't know. This supermarket is just beautiful because there's no logic to any of it. So every aisle is just... I can't remember. Oh, Tim, this is going to be a whole nother week. rant. Yeah, back in the day when I needed to go and buy tampons <laughs> and I went looking for them and no irony, they're next to the tuna. <laughs> Re- like good this work, local supermarket. It's very is clever. Just, it's funny, Amy. It's funny. It's an adventure. No, Every I time think you they're go. trolling me. 
I just really shift do. shelves every time. She's coming quick. <laughs> Move aisle eight to aisle two. <laughs> Where will she least expect to find chocolate? Oh, next to the dog food. Not even making this up. Oh, I've gotten two rants in one week. Do you think it's any coincidence that it's my local supermarket? Yeah. It's me. (laughs) It's me. I'm fucking with you. That would not surprise me in any way. She's coming. (laughs) Move the chocolate. (laughs) Rally. Let's all go to the supermarket. That's what we do on a a Tuesday afternoon after work. You've got your chainsaw and you're like chainsawing and and this is how we're getting you back. Okay. We've all rallied. Good good on you. There's a hidden. Props to you lot because you're really fucking very organised. It takes so long to do If there's one thing that people in our decades can do, it's it's be organised. It's (laughs) mobilised. Yes. Okay, well done. I think I've now lost my rant. Yeah. Because you won. I, mean, I give it to you. Oh, my God. This I, is I wow. the first time. Seriously. Ellen. I've witnessed time. it. Oh, my goodness. It's happened. It's a Finally. Home. We can end the podcast now. I don't need to do yeah. anything more. All this right. is what I've been aiming for my entire life. Let's end it yeah. on that note. Thanks it. for joining us, everyone. I've been beaten. <laughs> oh, the hipsters won. <laughs> Okay, so speaking of which, rant time! (laughs) So, I live in a hipster part of Melbourne. I don't know if we've covered that, but I do. Dimity lives near me. She's one of them. (laughs) I was there first, for the record, in case anybody was ever wondering. I went there. Amy was like, ooh, you're such a hipster. Bought a house. (laughs) Same suburb. Yeah, way to show me, Amy. I never said I wasn't hypocritical. (laughs) So, our local park is lovely for about nine months of the year (laughs) until September rolls around and the sun comes out and I was happily taking my dog for our daily walk around this park (laughs) and all of a sudden it's like the circus literally the circus has arrived and my dog and I walk through the hipster village that's erupted because they've got one sniff of spring and all of their feral hipster dogs come running on the non it is not a dog off lead area they're meant oh, to be on a lead. <laughs> and these dogs come flock. And I Amy, have, why, tell us why is, why is that a problem? What's going on? I have a staffy. Yes, there we go. That's why it's a problem, everybody. It's her dog. It's her dog that's the problem. My dog is fine. He's on a lead as long as the other dogs stay away. <laughs> So. And he doesn't have to socialise. He's a gorgeous dog, he just not in a he's pack. Just not <laughs> other dogs. Just not to other dogs. He's, he's very nice to most of them, yeah. but if they start something, he won't back down. So anyway, it is just a nightmare. She's actually, she's actually trained him to go after the hipsters, so this is why the real problem has happened. <laughs> Smell the newspaper boy hat. Think, go get them. <laughs> I've just gone like find the hipster with the with the um, tallest man bun with the dreads oh, and the beer, craft beer <laughs> and go anyway. So that's my rant, and now it's only September. <laughs> And they're going to be there for months. They will be there for months. Out. They've only just Maybe begun. Maybe literally. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, they will. They will. All right, A, hipsters, here's some advice for you. Put your rubbish away. Put it in a bin. There are many bins. Use them. Two, 
put your dog on a leash. <laughs> if you're in the non-off lead area, you need a lead. Or, or go to the other. Oh, okay. And my final rant, don't have a picnic in the middle of the off lead area because the dogs come oh, yeah. and eat your picnic. Sure. Were they mad at that though? Yes, they don't, they don't like the, do- the dogs eating the picnic. Because oh. I figure, yeah, if you're there, yeah. you have to accept. I once saw someone in the same garden because it gets super busy during summer, as you said. Have you had a summer there yet? Yes. Okay. That's you why know. I'm already you know. ranting you know. and it's the second week of September. Because there's, so there's toilets there. There's actually heaps. They're very um, Yeah, they generous. roll them in. They have to bring portaloos oh, in. do they? Yeah. So even with those, I once saw, as I was waiting for the toilet, like a responsible person, in the middle of the day, a girl see the queue and just be like, fuck this. Went in the bush next <gasps> no. to but in pretty much full sight. And I just I think a few people applauded. It was admirable. It really was. Yeah, that doesn't no, surprise it's not. me. I'm gonna find my my dog's gonna come. <laughs> <laughs> Amy's dishing out threats. Yeah. Oh, I quite like that, Amy. You made me laugh. Okay. Thanks. I'll move on. <laughs> okay, so Rant time, Dim. I hear it's a goodie. I'm hesitant. I'm hesitant because I know that I told you this, Amy, in confidence and you have revealed it on the podcast. I haven't revealed it yet. I just put it on the run sheet yeah. and said, Dim, do this one. This is awesome. So <clears throat> we're really pushy with the run sheet this week. I really I'm, really I'm very time poor at the moment, so I've got no time to muck around. It's just in or out. <laughs> I Only noticed on... with your flurry of text just say, what are we doing? Decide. <laughs> uh, anyway, so this one is and I'm uh, okay so what it is 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 that I'm I'm sick of hipsters Woohoo! that's what I was waiting for <laughs> I am really upset with myself because I'm really open-minded and like genuinely just a really good person and I like to be you know really self-diagnosed of, as you're sad is as well <laughs> I like to be really considered and like thoughtful but what has started happening and I think it's as a direct relation to Amy um, complaining about hipsters so much on this podcast but I've started to see it it's like there's yes. there's this episode of How I Met Your Mother which really always resonates with me which is like they describe that moment when you haven't noticed something and then the glass shatters and all of a sudden you see it mm, and you can't unsee it and this has happened to me because when I go to my local supermarket sometimes <laughs> I, I look around and I think, why is everyone dressing in such a way that's so obviously ridiculous and and just makes them look like, like sailors? <laughs> yeah, but also, and I don't know why this has started bothering me, and I think it's because I just feel like they're really cool. Like they, they give off this air that they're like, I can wear my hair like Bon Jovi because I'm just like above style and I'm like I don't know I'm probably taking it personally but that's I don't know I'm just offended by it now for some reason and I can't even explain my it and work you've got here it to my is head like, my work here is like do you know what it is I'll tell you why you're annoyed because it's so uninspiring and it lacks the individuality that they're trying that they're craving yeah so they're trying to be all unique and individual and cool but they all look the same yeah. and it's also is this kind of privilege exactly and they're living in a really we live in a really privileged suburb like it's a nice suburb and yeah that's it i'm like 
your father is paying for your rent. Well, someone is, like, because sure as hell isn't on the barista poet wage. <laughs> that they that was literally my one of my old housemates, yeah. He yeah. was a poet. Look, anyway. I, will, I will say there is a lot of great things about the hipsters and um, they can be very generous. Like well, for example. Look how this has changed. Yeah. Oh, this That's is surprising, I mean. isn't it? Me. I do... I am very happy to hear your rant in, and I will. I feel sick. It was a half-hearted rant. It was a bit really half-hearted, but I'll rant. take it. Well, it's because I'm worried about offending all my friends. <laughs> That's okay. You won't offend them. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Amy. They're probably thinking the same thing too. <laughs> right. I feel like I've had a rant the whole episode. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I did as as I was coming here. My partner did say. Be careful. <laughs> You're in one of those moods. <laughs> he goes, he, are you doing the rant tonight? And I was like, no, I'm not. And he goes, oh. <laughs> so, Elle, over to you. I have a rant. Well, it's funny that you said this. <laughs> Tim said, I'm a bit disgruntled. When I was here, I was like, no, I am disgruntled. No. <laughs> My thing at the moment and this might be a little bit Strong of a time words, Ellen. Put a swear in there, I dare you. <laughs> Is pyramid schemes. I know. Oh. You're looking at me like we're not in the 1970s, Ellen. What is happening? On your Instagram feeds at the moment and in your Facebook, let me tell you, there would be pyramid schemes. And they're hidden in people who you are friends with on social media trying to sell products to you. I and don't have this. Oh, sorry. Yeah, well, maybe you're, like maybe you're in the friends. wrong, maybe, oh, well. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I've got different I literally people on just your Instagram went feeds. on my Instagram know, and was scrolling through. You didn't look like you were listening to me. I then got distracted by my Instagram feed, <laughs> as happens. And anyway, now I have this company. Let me tell you about it. What you can do is. No, but really, I didn't find no. Oh, well, I'll show you one of them. Because, okay. and then I also thought, well, am I being hypocritical because we're promoting the podcast on my Instagram and all of that? I thought, but we're not, you know, doing the commission of the consultant, the pyramid. But this is what I've realised. Claire started a podcast, <gasps> then asked us <laughs> if we oh wanted to start a God. podcast. <gasps> is in a this pyramid a pyramid right scheme? This whole time. Oh, no, Someone said to us the other day when we were talking pyramid schemes, it's only bad if you're at the bottom. <laughs> so get recruiting, Claire. Yeah. So if anyone wants a podcast, <laughs> we're happy to help you out. Three easy payments of nine ninety nine directly into my bank account. So that's my rant. Okay. It went everywhere, but it was I a good EL. Yeah. yeah, you oh, got fired. You. I feel up. better. Yeah. I see why you guys do this. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, it helps a lot. Yeah. 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 Okay, good one. Okay. Elle, you've got a question. And then it always scares me when it just when I just have question, Ellen. <laughs> no, not just Ellen, but like question, Dimity. I just don't know what's I don't what's feel coming. like you ever would have had that caveat if it was me having the question. You no, would... I'd be going, what the? Yeah, you would be. Anyway. My question came because I realised I have an irrational fear of cockroaches that my f- ickiness for cockroaches 
is way above what they actually do because they're not dangerous, they're just gross and all that. Anyway, it came, I I thought of this question at 2am the other night because I was lying in bed and I felt something on my leg. Oh, I'm feeling sick just thinking about it. And it was kind of moving around. I'm like, oh, that feels a bit like a moth. And I said to my husband, turn on the light, turn on the light, there's something in the bed. And I threw off the covers and there was like inch and a half long cockroach oh. in my bed. It is my worst nightmare. That is my biggest fear is a cockroach like crawling on me in the middle of the night. I'm not that scared of spiders. I'm reasonably scared of snakes but like that's because I've been that's across rational. dangerous snakes. Yeah. But yeah. what's your irrational um, – Icy pole sticks. <laughs> oh, I my God. I forgot this. about your weird icy pole sticks thing, you weirdo. <gasps> I can't handle them. <laughs> it's summer's really challenging for me. <laughs> the wooden icy pole oh, sticks. The wooden, and the, the teeth. Ugh, no, just. The tongue. The tongue. Oh, it's oh the so worst. it's just you. It's not if anyone else is having an icy pole stick. I can't really stick. look at someone doing it, oh, licking an really? icy pole stick either. I can't be anywhere near it. Oh, oh, oh just so thinking funny. about it. I reckon I can get goosebumps just thinking about it. I hate it. Just the scraping on the teeth. Oh, my one is I hate the sound. Oh, I hate it. The sound of a broom, like a straw broom outside sweeping sand. Oh, <laughs> That's so awful. specific. It's that ch- Oh my god! Where, and I where lived have you been? Vietnam for three months, oh. but it's been since childhood. I remember like screaming at mum outside, being like, "Please stop sweeping!" Why she was sweeping outside, I'll never know. I but, sweep sometimes, like the dirt. If you get um, pockets of dirt outside, oh, we the have a broom. Horrific sound. Yeah. <laughs> small this holes is, is a really common one. Fear of small holes. Oh, Tons, producer Claire. Oh my gosh! She's actually recoiled out. at small holes. Yeah. Come on, jump oh, in, Tons. Mate, I have the biggest fear of small holes. <laughs> like what kind of size? Oh, like sponges. It's that sponge oh. thing. Oh. You know, it's you like, that... like one you'd go into. Oh, oh. no, but I, I'm also very claustrophobic. But like small holes. No, it's like yeah, it's a thing. So I don't know because they will sometimes do it on Facebook. People will put up these ads and it's awful. It sends me into like a spiral of anxiety where like there was this one campaign, it must be a viral thing, where women would like wash their hair and then you would see this like weird fungus grow at the back oh. of their head that looked like a sponge. Oh. And it sends me, I know, it's so creepy. And it turns out Charlie Clawson, who does the podcast with Will Anderson, Tofop, has the same irrational fear. Uh, I can wow. tell you someone else, you're in good company, yeah. Kendall Jenner. Wow. <laughs> okay. There you go. Oh, all so the great funny. people. Yeah. But I it wonder where me... these come from. I have no idea. So this weird. one, I think, I reckon. Because we re- Charlie and I researched it. Oh, it's it. got a name. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Trypophobia. Tri- tri- Trypophobia is an aversion to the sight of irregular patterns or clusters of small holes. Yeah. Oh. Trypophobia. Because it comes, apparently it comes from. There you um, go. Because like weird growths and things back oh, in the jungle okay. and like kind of, you know, like weird warts and like oh. molds. Well, maybe and, like, that's and where my cockroaches come from. They. 
germs and disease yeah. and I, I just know about your icy pole sticks though. I just googled I um what it's called when you've got a fear of brooms sweeping outside and all that came up was dogs hate why do dog hate dogs hate brooms outside literally do you know what Amy this yeah. is Claire again James has an irrational fear of paddle pop sticks. Oh icy pole oh. sticks yeah has the exact same <gasps> it's one. got a name as well Xylophobia is the irrational fear of wooden objects and a fear of forests. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not fearful of forests. I'm okay with those wooden. I just don't want the wood on the stick. On on your teeth. On my teeth. Like kind of wet. It's like that splintery wet thing. (laughs) Do you know what makes summer even harder for me? This is such a first world problem this is becoming. But I don't really like icy um, ice cream cones either. Uh, so it's really yeah. problematic to try and have a nice Yeah, particularly with everyone being reusable yeah. now oh. and recyclable. Oh, it's really I really feel for you. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Uh, this is, oh. Well, thank you for sharing your irrational fears. It makes my Pleasure. cockroach one. <laughs> Actually, look better. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> you actually true. seem very normal compared seem to us. Very normal. <laughs> Tell us your irrational fears on uh, Insta yeah. and Facey. We love Please. to hear them, and especially if they've got a cool name. Yeah. Z- I'm Zylophobia. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sounds sexy. All right. Question. This is a goodie. It actually came out last week, and we didn't have time. But we thought it's so good, we're going to bring it back. (laughs) Tons. Producer Claire, tell us your question. Hello, everybody. (laughs) Oh, God. I'm still panicking about it, guys. I don't know who I am anymore. My question is about what to put on myself. Because (laughs) everywhere I look, normally I Google things. I thought I'd got it sorted. Dimity had a great suggestion about putting in a French wardrobe and just Googling that. But then I Google and everywhere it's 90s. It's all 90s. It's all like wide pants and high things and big jackets. And and chokers. Chokers. I saw a girl wearing a scrunchie at the gym. Oh, yeah, scrunchies are back apparently. They're back in like a massive way. So what am I supposed to put on myself? Please explain. I bought Birkenstocks this week and now I'm panicking. I think what you need to do is move to Tasmania, find the Amish and never have to worry about this ever again in your life. If any Amish people are listening and that is not a correct statement to make, please email in because I'd be fascinated. But I'm pretty certain that's where you're safe. I'm not the person to ask at the moment because I am wearing the comfiest clothes I can and there's a lot of trackies and stretchy tops happening in the later stage of pregnancy. So I actually didn't realise that the 90s were so far back that we had to get involved now. I knew that high school kids were into the 90s because I look at them and go, oh, my God, I think I had that. Um, But I didn't realise it had creeped up the generations and we are now expected to go 90s. I think we are. I think we are, Ellen. When I emerge from maternity, I'm going to. It's a whole new world. You don't know what you would wear as maternity like a time wear in the 90s. It really is. A I'm seeing like patterns yeah. from Sports Girl. Yeah, from yeah. Like, it's totally. So I've seen those patterns too. Yeah. I'm with you, Claire, because I actually started Googling Birkenstocks this week. <laughs> and I'm like, I I can't believe I'm doing this because I'm actually on air saying I'm not buying, I'm not buying Birkenstocks and now I'm Googling them. <laughs> and... I had a bloody pair in 2002. <laughs> I remember I used to borrow them. Yeah, they were good. Yes, they were great. Yes. They were good back then. I, I used to wear them with my Sassenbach jeans and my Birkenstocks and my little cook guy top. 
that is exactly what I'm wearing in the moment. Look, I've got them on. Oh. <laughs> I just want to say, what's finally picked Ellen with my Birkenstock rant? What's wrong with the nineties? No, well, look. I grew up in the 90s mm. and there was a lot to love. I mean, I loved a choker in the 90s and I loved Friends. That's my reference. <laughs> but Drew it's Barrymore. Ju- Peak oh, Drew Barrymore. Yes. Oh, so I just good. don't think it's a very flattering. No, that's my issue with generation. Yes. Yeah. yes. It's very cropped and It's a no from me, Claire. I'm, I think the French one is better. I reckon yeah. we, you need a French capsule wardrobe. Okay. Yeah. I like okay. Damien's capsule suggestion. Yeah. A really good jacket. Oh, yeah. Hands. I'd go investment pieces, mm-hmm. a couple of really good jackets, a couple of really good tops, great jeans, and I might go a Berkey, I reckon. <laughs> I reckon you could do it. But I'd also... Pull mix out some, up. mix it out a bit. Okay. bit. No, nah, go full nineties. Embrace it, Claire. <laughs> go against the system. <laughs> do it. Okay. okay. Okay, but whatever you do, you're going to have to start instilling it, yeah. and we're going to post it. <laughs> yeah. No, no, yeah. you, oh. you have to, Claire. Come on, you can't. The people want to see it. Come yeah, the people on, guys, do. I'm so bad. I've always traditionally been so bad at fashion. I am so bad at it. I was bad at it in the '90s, and now the '90s are back, and I'm even worse at it. Doesn't your sister work in fashion? Correct. <laughs> She's like the most valuable person in the whole world. Like she was wearing sports gear like 10 years ago when everyone was like, "Why are you wearing runners?" And then we are all wearing sports gear and she's already <laughs> been through the 90s and now she's wearing What's like... What's she doing now? Follow yeah. what she's doing oh, next. It's probably some like Japanese minimal chic oh, or something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That yeah, I don't cool. know. That, very that's cool. hard to pull off. Yeah, that's... Down yeah. to the supermarket. <laughs> no, I wouldn't go for that Pushing part. your pram. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Yeah, I I don't know. I'll, okay, I'm going to insta it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we will we will gleefully watch this <laughs> yes. and and help you and, and help critique. You. Oh yeah, no, critique. Okay. Is I that part of it? Like, oh yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> I feel like this is more for comedy value than no, for anything else. I think we're, we're genuine. We're laughing with you. <laughs> no, I do feel like you can't go full nineties. It's not okay. going to help you. No scrunchies. No, no. I'm saying no to scrunchies. Unless no. you're washing your face. Okay, okay. <laughs> I might just put one on just for you, Amy. <laughs> just for the gram. Yeah, yeah, the gram will love it. <laughs> All right, Claire, I hope we've helped. Okay, we yeah. can move right along because, Dim, you've got a question for us. I'm about us. to spoil everything, people, because I've got a good one. And, and as always, I feel like I always need to um, state that I really do... This is a genuine question because I feel, you know, as soon as I begin to ask it, my sisters roll their eyes at me. But recently I've been wondering. I'm kind of bracing myself. I know. Me too. I feel like but I need to give. But with excitement. I can't say it's excitement. So I doing, guess I get it over done with quick. I, I need to give a little bit of context. I've been going on Instagram a lot lately mm-hmm. and noticing that the people on there generally seem really happy. And there's one in particular and her name is, I actually don't even know her real name. Her Instagram name is Deliciously Ella. And she is a food blogger and she seems so happy and she does a lot of yoga, but importantly, she's vegan. And I'm wondering if I should become a vegan so I become more happy. Based on Instagram? She seems so happy. Would you blog about it? I mean, would you post stuff on Insta about it? I think I'd have to. It seems like they go hand in hand. No, I'm 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 a clear note for a number of reasons. I think with vegan you just don't get enough food and so that probably makes you go a bit cray oh. yeah i don't so think, think it's 
anything other than just a bit of food. You could probably starve yourself and probably have a similar outcome. Which she is but, eating pizza in Rome, so you still get pizza. Exactly. I'm you just get, looking at her Instagram now. Yeah. You get pizza, you get like um, like good mental health and you get Do a you? lot of followers on Instagram <laughs> and you get inner peace from what she says. Dear, yes. you love cheese. Oh, yeah. And bacon. Oh, yeah, they're your two you, favorite You foods. love bacon. There is no point in you going vegan for happiness. I would do yoga first. But isn't it good for my gut health? You're all about the, heart, the gut health. No, kimchi is good for gut health. Oh, yogurt. Probiotics. Yeah. Mm. No, nah, I'm, I'm a hard no and just go and do some zen in my hipster park. <laughs> Oh, my God, I've been given permission. <laughs> you were just talking before about how much you love brunch. It would severely limit how much brunch you can eat and what you can eat. What I might do is just trial it. Yeah, trial it for an hour and see how you go. <laughs> you won't be able to come over to either of our that's, houses that's for dinner. That's no coffee. That's no because I you... have black coffee. Oh, okay, all right, you can have the coffee. <laughs> no, nah, it's a no from me. Elle? I, think, I don't think you'd be very happy. I think you'd get really grumpy. Oh, do you reckon? Yes. Okay. I'm going to try it. Okay. <laughs> you can come so, back to us next week and report. So thanks, but no thanks. Yeah. I'm not going to take any of your advice. with all of my questions. <laughs> they really already had an answer. <laughs> well, actually, that leads us in nicely to the final segment, which is our mantra. And I'm taking it this week because you girls have already had your turn. And, um, Dim, I don't, this might help you make your decision hmm. because my mantra is a little bit, oh, it's a little bit Glennon Doyle. Oh, our In favorite. fact, it's very Glennon Doyle. Dimity is looking very confused. You need to so look into Glennon Doyle. Oh, Glennon Doyle. <laughs> we might need to have a whole Amazing recommendation guru. podcast yeah, on Glennon Doyle. Glennon Doyle. Yeah. Am I? Is this something that's going to be really life experience? That um, I don't know. It might just be that life you're not. Experience. Yeah, life. Ex- you're not at that oh, age where you need Glennon Doyle. You, I miss. You heard that I missed it the first time you said it, Amy, and so you repeated it to make sure yeah, life experience. I don't landed. think you need her yet. <sighs> You will need her. Your life some hasn't point. blown you know up what? enough. No, <laughs> That's it. <laughs> and walking out. She's gone. <laughs> but my mantra was choose love, not fear. <laughs> my mantra was love, not fear. Dim, she's back. <laughs> Come on, Dima. Choose the love, not the fear. Put my headphones back on. Begrudgingly. <laughs> That was our biggest podcast moment <laughs> ever. Explosive. It was That's explosive. what we're leading with this week. <laughs> Dim All our Instagram posts. We're going to clickbait the hell out of this one. What happened to Dim? Oh, what happened Will to Will she be back? Storm. Oh, you like the batchy last week where she oh, stormed yeah. off. Yeah. We'll have to send producer Claire to get you. <laughs> I told you I've been watching too much The Bachelor. That's why I don't know who Glennon Doyle is. We might need to wrap it up soon. But anyway, my mantra is Mm. Glennon Doyle says basically there are two choices in life for any big decision and you can either choose fear or love. And love is, of course, always the right (laughs) choice because, you know, fear makes you close down and and limit your options. But love, if if you're genuinely making a decision out of love, you'll ultimately end up in a really good place. And and for me, over the last few years when I've had lots of big choices to make, that has really grounded my decision-making. And so that is my mantra always is choose love, not fear, Mm. and don't storm out of the building. (laughs) I I think I chose fear just now, so I stand corrected. You do. All right, so do you have a mantra for us as well? Um, I have got one, yeah. 
I have decided through the course of the podcast what my mantra for today <laughs> oh, is. You mean this evening? As yeah. we've, have we, okay. Yeah, so we've been so glad that you were yeah, prepared. Yeah. coming prepared. Yeah, and what it is is because it, I'm, I'm living in the moment, you guys, so I'm mindful. I don't know where you guys are at, oh but God. I'm here this doing this. Sanctimonious wellness shit. When Every week I'm here giving it my best. <laughs> Just do the mantra. <laughs> Your mic is like three seconds away from being turned off. Claire's fingers on the trigger. Yeah. <laughs> You're about We're to go. We're loving this. My mantra this week is a classic song lyric. You've got a friend in me. <laughs> oh, Timo. <laughs> because <laughs> I can't believe that took you all episode to come up with. Where is this? I just thought about it in the last 30 seconds. Has anybody got any better? Like, that's all I could think of. Oh, my gosh, people. We're going to wrap it up because this can't go on. We're done. We'll I'm have really a better match next week. We'll I promise. find something. I apologise for nothing. Been, what is it called? Red carded or something? Like, you're on probation. Fair You've enough. got two no. more warnings and then we're finding, if anyone's wanting to join the millennial divide... <laughs> Send us your mantra and you might just get in. Send us your mantra and your DNA and test your, and you're in. And your big undies. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this has been the Millennial Divide. Hopefully you've liked we're what you've sorry. Heard. Yeah. We've got multiple apologies for you Can today. Can we end this one with the song? No, you're off. <laughs> you're gone. Okay, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Poor Claire, she's going to have a doozy editing this one. If you've liked what you've heard, even if you haven't, thanks. But if you're still listening, well, congratulations. Um, please do subscribe in iTunes, though, because we do love to have um, you listening next week and we will improve. Um, you can also rate, review or leave us a comment. We'd love to hear from you. Don't forget to follow us on all the socials, so at The Millennial Divide, and we're on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. We've got a group. Send us your question because we really love to um, think about your questions. Tell your friends and we will pull it together for next week. <laughs> See ya. Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.